as I search for the white dove, I wonder if she searches for me. Or if my hopes of finding her are nothing more than an ill-conceived fantasy. You see... Salutations, mortals, and welcome to From the Jump. Today, we have a very special individual with us. This creative is, I must say, like, he's been one of my favorite poets for a very long time. Uh, it's the one and only MC Harry. Are you still going by the name MC Harry or just Harry? <laughs> Funny enough, anymore. I never... You? Do you know? I, I never... Get, I, that's the thing. Do I know? I never even gave myself that name, to be truly honest. It's, <laughs> it's one of those situations... Not true story. Like, cause you know, when I when I when I arrived in Namibia, I just started uh, jumping on stage and whatnot. So this was, uh, you know, okay, a little bit of a background. Fell in love with hip hop in PE. I was all I always loved rap. Let me say that. I mean, dude, I, I was the, the the first dude on the dance floor and the last one tearing it up with the Running Man. <laughs> When the lights are coming on, even when they're playing those slow jams to kick you out, joint. Oh, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, you were in the club. So they, I was in the club, and um, then there was uh, yeah. Then then I I hit the other the underground hip hop scene of the city where I was at, and this is uh, Port Elizabeth in South Africa. And man, oh man, uh, there was that, and um, and and also you know when I was in university, someone introduced me to. I mean, to uh, Black Star, like Water for Chocolate, and Black on Both Sides changed my life. <laughs> so I was, so yeah, so I moved into that side of things and uh, started being creative and whatnot. And finally, after so many years, um, in fact, my story is like this. Eight, uh, I always used to write poetry and I was like, yeah, but the MCs are the MCs, yo. They're special. The untouchables. The, oh, the, you know, they walk this high off the ground type of thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, um, and then 8 Mile came out. And all of a sudden, in this university where hip-hop appreciation was only for the minority, all of a sudden, you, you, you know, there's people battle rapping around the corner and there's this. And then for someone who's been <laughs> listening to this for years, you know, you stumble across a cypher and you're like, no, guys, that's, that's, that's whack. You guys are, you know, and instead of being that guy who's like, yeah, you're whack, I decided put your money where your mouth is. So that's when I started freestyling. And then eventually... Uh, and, and and I was doing it as a status quo type of thing. Like, look, guys, I know I'm not dope. I'm not a rapper. I'm just a fan. Yeah. But this is what I can do. And if you can't do better than this, please don't don't desecrate the sacred art form. <laughs> so you, you effectively <laughs> became a gatekeeper. You, you I, made I yourself a, a gatekeeper. <laughs> I, I did, but it, it, I didn't keep nothing out the gates. <laughs> now, now... I, my question to you, or my first question to you is, uh, you know, speaking a bit on your creative background, as you said, you know, you, you've you always loved hip-hop, but you took it to another, like, level, you know, you were like, hold on, if y'all are going to be ciphering, let me try and rap so that we at least have 
a level that you shouldn't drop below <laughs> you know if anything is basically <laughs> what you, so, but you, you didn't stop there you didn't stop there i mean you you were no. part of a lot of different organizations um, and and events managements in in Bentuk uh, and in Namibia yeah. around yeah. hip hop can you speak to us a bit about that definitely so when i came to namibia um i had just started jumping on stage so i i started enjoying platforms like spoken word at least that was still around there was verbalized at unam one mic but i never had a chance to be on that platform but you know there, there was things happening yeah uh plus also in my smaller circles you know there were always events and things you know going on around hip hop but one thing i noticed eventually you know as time goes by hip hop didn't have a home there was not as there there isn't a single platform that you say like look if you if you if you're looking for hip hop yeah. go to this place they'll let you know what's going what's on going in on. and around hip hop everywhere what we do is we have silos you know we have i right, there's this you know there's this there's this one here there's that one there and each one targets or has its own audience yeah yeah and what we were trying to do especially um Well, I guess look at the first hip hop event I I I I threw together was the one called Drafted to Babylon. Okay. And the idea of that was to was was twofold. There was a group of young men that I was mentoring. And one thing that we all had in common is that we were either beat makers or MCs. So I'm like, okay, look, you know, we we why don't we just take this to the stage, you know? Let's let's you know share what you know the ideas we've been speaking you know let's build society hence the name drafted to babylon you know got step you, into got a you, point got so we had no nice. money that sort of thing and I was like look if you take your talents and you put them together and you just you know just be a bit creative in this way or that we didn't stick up a single poster not one poster okay and yet we filled we filled the entire warehouse on a zero budget plus we used a live band to perform our music as well and so so you know just doing that so you're challenging the status quo all over yep. again and plus you're you're using your talents and your gifts to make a way for things to happen and then later on um you know Jonas came through and he was talking about how there's a lot of talented uh, rappers up in Namibia and obviously you know your clickish mentality man nah, man you know there's only a handful and That's so he asked goes. me to <laughs> it's true so so he asked me to be an MC at the at the first cypher i had a blast i introduced a couple of rappers i never heard of one or two that i knew and man that show was lit yeah then we had the second then the third and it it used and i'm like you know and 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 i'm like you know hold on there's the vintage jazz festival rappers do perform there but we're guests there there's the namas hip hop was still you know a guest at the namas at the namas you know yeah, I mean? yeah definitely you know there's nothing where we say yo here's a hip hop platform you love hip hop come here come here so that's what so that's what we were trying to push for uh, um with with the ciphers and and also the the, the decipher thing so um yeah cuz at the end of the day it's not about building ourselves as you know putting ourselves on, on a pedestal as rappers or event coordinators but to say guys if we're really going to say for the culture 
let's do it for the let's, let's let the culture have a home let it have a launch pad definitely definitely now you see you just alluded to something which was going to be my next question or, or yes question statement <laughs> i guess um, um you, you know when it comes to collaboration now i'm a person that that truly believes in collaborate and like collaborative work and along different spheres it doesn't not just necessarily music but mm. You know, as you just said, you guys filled up the, the, the Wayhouse Theater, which is not a small thing to do at, by any means, mm -mm. with not even a single poster. That's all word of mouth. And by, a, by a bunch, by an unknown group. Exactly. <laughs> you know? So you guys literally went in and used your networks, your, your, your personal networks, your business networks as well. And, you know, we're like, look, let's, let's move it with word of mouth. Let's, let's get it out there that this is happening. And you achieved that, right? So yeah, yeah. my question is, would you say that collaboration is of course you you you'd say that it's important <laughs> but would you say that people namibians are, are doing enough collaboration wise you know when it comes to projects um of course we're doing more than we were but would you say we're doing enough right? even at this point in time in collaboration you can get synergy right mm -hmm. um when i when i used to work for a charity organization uh, I, I want to give that. I, I want to use this as an example. Yeah, yeah. We know in maths, right? One plus one is two, mm -hmm. right? That's that's you know that's we hope we that's, know that. that's the result of yeah. We hope <laughs> that that's you know that's that's what we would hope for in 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 a, in a collaboration. You know, you bring your piece, I bring my piece. We put them together, we get two. However, if there's synergy, and that word synergy means <laughs> one plus one equals three. You know, you don't add, you you kind of, you you you, multi, you grow exponentially from that. So here's, here's, here's what I was, uh, so it's not a, it's not just a win-win situation. It's a win-win-win. It, 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 it keeps growing. Um, so because of spoken word and, and those platforms and, and, and I was working at a charity organization, this is what I do. I liked events. I knew, I knew people who liked performing and I knew people who liked being entertained. Got you. So Got you. here people who enjoy performing, here people like being entertained. Let's put them together. Mm. Now, when they when that collaboration happens, obviously, you know, let's let's have a little fee at the door and that sort of thing. Da, 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 da. And what was the end result of that? We did something that company A enjoys, company B enjoys, put them together. There's a little fund generated, and that goes to help less fortunate people. Yeah. It's it's a win 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 situation, you know, type of thing. And these are the type expect from, you know, learning how to collaborate. Collaborating is not just a yeah, let's together. When 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 it, it yeah it is you know, but but yeah. when but when you guys resonate, it it turns into something more than oh it's who who featuring who who. When that resonating happens, it, it it grows. I mean, this is why brands endorse athletes. Got, you got know, you. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it just... Nike wouldn't be Nike without Michael Jordan, <laughs> as we also have seen clearly. <laughs> as we have, mm, you know, Chicago Bulls would still be on ESPN Channel Nine. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but no, no, I'm just saying if because of the right partnerships and the, and the right groups of people working together in the right way, yes. a lot can happen. So the more collaborations we do, the better we learn how to synergize, the better we, you know, because I mean, the arts are so underrated here. 
I agree. I agree. And and underexposed at the same time. Um, uh, underexposed, underrated, and and the potential of what could happen is oh. limitless. And we will we'll get to that. I mean, speaking of potential, the first time I saw you perform um, was you did. I think I've told you this before. Uh, you were doing <laughs> at the poem. What was it? The teddy bear poem, right? The oh, the yellow teddy bear. Yeah, that that when I heard you, because the thing wasn't necessarily what you were saying. It was how mm. you delivered that poem. And right. the energy behind it, you know what I mean. I was like, "Damn, that's that's yeah. a fucking hard poem." And like, what? This man talking about a teddy bear, bro. And like from then onwards, you know, like the growth. I, I I've seen you in different spheres of your creative journey. You know what I mean? Like from there right. onwards. Um, and for me, you've always been this person that's level-headed don't say too much you don't you don't act crazy you know i don't even think i've ever seen you actually drunk so you know so when what is the what is the time that uh harry just you know loses it a bit like you know like people what is that one thing that people piss you off with that you clearly you don't react to it but what is it that you're mm. like fuck i wish they would stop doing that i wish they would stop doing that all right, so the the, the oof, man, it's it's so sad. <laughs> Things that make my blood boil. <laughs> Basically, what grinds your gears? What grinds my gears, man? Um, I would say it's really weird. Um, I, I would say that the, the first thing that I noticed grinds my gears because generally I'm a I'm a chill dude. I'm yes. I'm hella patient. Um, the thing that grinds my gears, though, like without fail, and I noticed this when I was when I was, uh, you know, coming up in my early early twenties, because you you can come at me, you can say all sorts of things and whatever, and I'll just brush it off, you know, water for ducks back. But do that to someone I care about, man. Like, oh man, like I, I was I was telling my son the other day because he he has never seen me lose my temper, mm-hmm. and. But I was telling him, like, but when it happens, it's, it's not the prettiest thing. It's <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I reiterated this story of when we we're in university. Um, my my roommate in my first year, um, unfortunately, had uh, some you know bad circumstances happening, so he had a mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. Part of the result of his mental breakdown was one day my girlfriend came to visit me, who's my wife currently, and he snapped and spazzed on her like why are you looking at me whoa, whoa, whoa. and we're just like okay and he storms out of the room and i'm like what just happened but i'm like hold up babe i'll be back i i get up i follow the dude dude went to the bathroom and i'm like bruh What's going on? If if anything is what what to take it out on me, but do not do that to me. But the guy, but the guy was not um, listening. Just to just, just a looking. second. All right, sorry uh, for that interruption. Uh, yeah, yeah, go on. Yeah. So as I'm talking to this guy, it's like the, you can clearly see like words are not reaching him. Mm-hmm. He's he's just ignoring me, just doing his own thing. What what what? And I'm like, and he, and he walks away. So I'm like, okay, at least you know he's maybe he's hurt me, and that's okay. 
put a thing in that. He went and picked up a dustbin lid, went back to the room, opened the door, and I'm just like coming out the bathroom now. And he's holding this lid, yelling at my woman, think I'm scared of you, think I'm scared of you. Da -da 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 -da. And oh man, dude. <laughs> Well, let's just say this. Yeah, you clearly whooped his ass. <laughs> Here's the thing. I I was hoping he would touch me so that I would. But he was a big dude. <laughs> but um I but here's the thing. When I kind of just like no hell no type of thing, I got in between him and, and my lady. We went into the corridor. By this time, the whole hostel is like, yo, what's, what's going, going on? on? Yeah. And I'm just waiting for him just to touch me. And, and, um, but obviously I was, you know, I was, I was speaking, I was speaking out. Mm -hmm. And anyway, when all was said and done, you know, later on found out, you know, dude had a mental breakdown or whatnot. So I, you know, my heart went out to the guy, whatever, whatever. But, <laughs> When my when my girlfriend and I talked about it afterwards, she was said she was more scared of me than she was of him. <laughs> because she's never seen you react like that before. Never, you know? Yeah, I mean, so so that you know, go at somebody I care about. That will grind my gears. Number two, uh, I don't want to say stupidity, but. There's certain level. There's there's certain level. Uh, let me yeah. Let me say willful ignorance. ignorance. You know, willful ignorance. Gotcha. It's one thing to it's one thing to not know something. That's cool. And then we talk about it, and you're like, oh, okay, okay. I don't know. There's that. Yeah. And then there's just ignorance where it's just like ah, e and oh. Mm, I, like, I, yeah, I'll, I'll probably rub some people the wrong way if I if I touch on them. But but honestly, like, yeah, no, it's cool. Let's let's just yeah, leave no, that. that, I'm, that I'm, I'm totally ignorance. in agreement. I'm totally in agreement with you. Any willful ignorance is one of those things where people just refuse to update their knowledge bank. Like, even if you present them with the facts, they're not going yeah. to go with it at all because they just don't want to. They don't want to know. So yeah. you're literally wasting your time. <laughs> Like the last time I was being, I was I was being blasted on 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 a, on a social media platform was uh, when someone asked, you know, what's what's the greatest diss track time? I mean, or what's your top five or whatever? Yeah, I wrote my top five, and yeah. it did not have Tupac hit him up. I I, I remember reading that that, that post. <laughs> I was, I was being, oh yeah, you think you're hip hop PhD holder with your, I'm like, but I'm just, sh I'm sharing my opinion. I have reasons Tupac is not here. I give them, you know, have you even listened to the guys that I'm talking about? You know, let's, let's be objective. Ah, oh, no, man, man. But anyway, yeah, that, well, that, 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 that sort of, it, it didn't, it just made me roll my eyes and like, whatever. But you see, that's the thing. It's it's people ask who's in your top five. You asked for my top five. You didn't ask who are the top five of all time factually. 
like you know let's look at the numbers let's look at the the what 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 let's look at how many performances they've had how many tours they sold out like all of that yep. is a different conversation from you asking who's in your top five you know what i mean <laughs> like, exactly exactly people forget that little factor like it's mine it's a personal list bro <laughs> and they get all rah rah and and it's like they and and at some point they stop talking to you and they start talking to people about you about you yeah that resonates with what they're saying you know got you look they're looking at for their this backup. old dude <laughs> right that's me and that's because i guess on the other side of the spectrum what grinds my gears you know the total opposite is is really what i enjoy if you you know i hate pointless arguments but i love conversation i love oh, you know you. you know just yeah you know getting to talk to people getting to know their side of things you know their perspectives and stuff like that and it enriches me and hopefully i can impart something to somebody else and i mean we might not even see eye to eye but at least we we, we have you know a mutual respect respect yes 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 no definitely and then that brings me to my next question um if you could give a piece of advice just one piece of advice to any up and coming creative uh in any industry what would be that one piece of advice that you give them don't be ignorant <laughs> uh that's that's the first thing that's coming to my mind right now okay no that's... and i say this for, for for a variety of reasons um for example if you're going to be a hip hop artist let me let me let me go there we have a lot of rappers that sound the same they're not they're not delving into okay i don't like this dude but why is he great mm-hmm. or you know or, or, or it, it's just it, yeah don't be ignorant in the sense of this formula works and that's what i'm going to do because yeah. you're you're being ignorant you're not exploring yourself gotcha, like gotcha. you mentioned um you you were saying to me like when i did that teddy bear performance mm there was a, it's not it was not the most lyrical thing i have ever done in fact it's probably <laughs> the most basic one and yet the energy from it speaks volumes exactly and i i always try and tell people don't just be another rapper be an artist be you know cuz it's 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 about mm-hmm. creating an energy about ev- ev- evoking an emotion and that sort of thing mm-hmm. not just oh man you, you were lit okay the beat was banging okay but <laughs> what is it, what <laughs> what is the most compliment of all time to tell a rapper you're the yeah. beat was banging <laughs> people are like yeah because at the end of the day which is why I'm like listen beat selection shouldn't be the most important thing yes it's a canvas it's a vehicle it helps but at the end of the day it's you you are the main thing even in the corporate world we we see like in i mean okay now i i'm i'm a presentation skills consultant yeah. so now when people are doing a powerpoint presentation you just get slides and slides with words and words and they're just reading and what's gotcha. the important thing in that presentation it's the it's the slides if the slides go the person falls apart and it's like they have nothing to offer offer and yet who made those slides it's it, it, the presenter is the their knowledge that's the important thing let's not yeah. make the eight the main thing so so those that type of ignorance of not knowing how to you know expand your craft look at yourself yeah so basically and, and don't be why, lazy 
Yeah. Don't be lazy. It's basically lazy. what you're saying. Like, do the research. Oh, yes. Learn your craft. Find out the different mm. ways that it came to be where you are. And then decide, okay, which way I'm going to go with it or, or, or did, not, did, you know. Did you... Did, did you see there was an argument online about leasing beats there was some okay. prominent react rappers that um that were foreign to the term of leasing of leasing beats leasing because they were beat. like yo yeah so and so has the same beat as this other artist in another yeah. country and they were biting and again you know it goes back to that whole ignorance thing if you're an MC and you want to do things, these are some of the resources that you might need to tap into later. Instead, they started dissing the dude. Ha, ha, ha. See, he copied the person. But then when they look at the timeline, this person they were dissing released it first. Mm-hmm. And then they start, then they come up another angle of, yeah, hey, hey, jokingly uh, taunting and say, hey, yo, uh, yo, okay, when, when you know, um, when you make a track with that beat, just swing it and I'll lease it as well. <laughs> Again. Without even looking at things like that, I know how Writing the style, works out. Multi- multiple syllabic rhyming, like there was. Oh my gosh, there was one time someone asked a comment: Are there any um, rappers who use multiple syllables in terms of rhyme? Mm-hmm. And someone posted their song and just wrote their comment and their, in the comment underneath saying, "You're welcome." I listened to that song. They did a bit of rapping, but there was no multiple syllabic rhyming. It was at most yeah, they didn't, two got, to three syllables. Yeah, because they don't but understand they, the rhyme scheme of it. They they did not understand what rhyme scheme is. So again, they're exposing their ignorance. You try and say, oh, uh, what the dude means or this and then, and they're like, oh man, yeah, 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 yeah. you just, who, know, who do you think you are? I'm, I'm more famous than you, see, ignorance. Yeah, but you see, this is the thing. So um, people just refuse to learn anymore. You know, everybody wants to be the master, but nobody wants to be the student. Like, and that's how you become yeah. the master. In order to become the master, you first have to be the prudent student that is actually doing the work to be the master. Everyone just wants to skip that process and yeah. just be like, bam, here's my first single. And I'm on, you know, I'm on this major platform. Do the work, you know, get exactly. in the trenches, cipher for four people, get into, you know, get, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and that, that that brings me to my question on like you know when you first stepped into a studio you know the first time that you were like okay I'm gonna go in I'm gonna record this this track or this verse that I've done can you tell us just a bit about like because for, for me the first time I walked in the studio I was like oh so this is this is what it's like oh so this is what happens you know what I mean like when you when you went through that process you know the full on recording process of from writing it to getting into studio to paying that studio time to then you know getting in the booth to getting the the tracks back from the producer which also is a freaking mission most of the damn time to then releasing you know that entire was it something that process was was it somebody that helped you through that process of how to go step by step or was it more of a feel around uh child by era type of thing i was it was a touch and go it was a touch and go again basically because of the people that were around me and also for the reasons that i was rapping uh, remember, I was rapping just to be a gatekeeper, uh, as you put it. And so I wasn't, you know, people be like, ah, you're good. When are you going to release a song or an album? I'm like, well, you know, when I have something to say, maybe I'll go in and record something. Yeah. You know, that that type of thing. Um, 
but in the meantime, all I'm doing is freestyling, you know, here at the, at the, at the bribe parties, whatever. And one day this dude heard me, uh, DJ IQ, uh, and we were boys, like, but I didn't know this dude made fire beats. Like, um, yeah. the book of Proverb, Proverb's first album. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's a, there was a DJ that he worked with, a beat maker called Niems, if, if you look at the, if you look at the credits. In fact, Niems mm-hmm. also, um, worked with, uh, B. Phil as well. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, with, with B. Phil, so it's like that type of caliber of, of beat maker and he's and, and you know he was like a protege and he's like oh i i, I so after this time, he's like saying, oh no no harry is dope i want to record him so now i'm just thinking yeah, it's just yep 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 then he drops a mixtape of beats he made and i'm listening to other rappers killing it i'm like yeah. what and that was dope but again i'm not recording anything because all i'm doing is abc then i went over to a cypher mm-hmm. with this guy called jay bucks you know, he gets on stage and he rants. He didn't. He didn't have a track. Didn't have a beat. It wasn't even written, and he's just going on like, "Guys, respect your craft. Respect your craft enough to make sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Take the time to sit down and pen something. Make sure it's dope. Look at it over again. Practice it. Polish it. Take two hundred bucks that you'd have blown in the night out. Go to who who's studio and get in there and that." That night, I went home and wrote my first rhyme. And um, <laughs> when IQ said, yo, I'm going to record this dude, and I heard his stuff, I'm like, yo, okay, I've got something to record. And so, you know, bedroom set up and that sort of thing did that. But as time went, you know, it's, you know, it's it, it, the different types of recordings have evolved. I mean, you know, like, for example, I mean, like when I collaborated with you guys, yeah. You're good looking out for that. Bless um, you, that was a dope check. You know, I, I, I love it. <laughs> um, that uh, that writing process, you know, like, you know, you you came to me with a concept and you're like, this is what's going on. This is the story we're telling. You know, there we go. That That's a, that's a nice writing brief. Another producer I worked with, like, oh, yeah, another thing that kind of irks me, when a producer gives me a beat and says, do what you want with it. I'm like, oh, are you kidding? Because I'm an thinker. I will ponder and construct and deconstruct, and it, it could take forever. Yeah. But if you say, like like this uh, track I did with a, with another guy, uh, uh, Boy Makes Beats, mm-hmm. yeah. he, 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 gave me a, he gave me a beat, and he says, this is, the, this is how it works. Each verse is eight bars. At the end of each eight, eight bars, you get the words, only pain. I want you to tell a story about a guy who is trying and just keeps on end with only pain, only pain. But at the end, I want that only pain to be twisted. Ah, uh, man, this internet and doing this. Why now? I, Why now? I, uh, I could hear oh, you. Oh, okay, there, you're back, you're back. Can you hear me? Okay. Um, oh. just one second. Let me quickly just kick people off the internet so it doesn't happen again. Okay. I think that might be the reason. Um, you were talking about doing the the the, the track with. Okay, yeah, you were you were told about the beats. So it's eight eight bars on on. Uh, it's three eight bars or whatever, and then like the end of the song or end of the bar was uh, a term. There's, there's, a, a term. there's a sample. There's a sample. Yeah. yeah. Um, that says only pain. 
and you know and yeah and so it's so it's it was i think it's a five six verse track mm-hmm. and no hook or nothing it's just there's just little breaks of the words only pain okay and i had to talk about situations that the person's going through and that end up in only pain and this and that and that oh, you know he tries this this failed this is that that da, da, da. now <clears throat> but the twist is at the end of the song he's supposed to have a win you know like even when the sample says only pain it's gonna be like yo that's now that's flipping it you know got you got you and to me that's heaven sent you've given me the perimeters to work with to work with you've given me a concept you know now the, the beat literally speaks to the song i can't just take this song and put it on another beat and it will work you know type of <laughs> yeah thing. yeah or, or, or let me say it, it wouldn't work as well as, as well yeah so you know that that's that sort of conceptual you know so i got to work with people who are conceptual um there's another producer i worked with uh, at some point his name was Lindsay. man that that dude he, he pushed he pushed me he's like dude you haven't written anything and i'm he's he's like literally making a beat like right there and then we arrive at the studio he sits on the keyboard he plays like ding 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 ding, ding. He's like what do you think of that and i'm like it's okay <laughs> then he then he like cracks his fingers and then he starts playing like smooth chords and stuff and works that same melody he was doing but like now it's fuller and it's like and he's like okay great that's done rap to it and you're like wait let me start no 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 what <laughs> So what I'm trying to say is this, I've, I've encountered so many different recording scenarios mm-hmm. um, and different ways that producers work that I think it, it's helped me expand. Uh, and as an MC, one of the things I, I like about, what I appreciate about the difference between MCs and rappers, yes, MC, rappers can rap, they can rap, 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 but an MC is one who can situation and adjust accordingly. I got you, you know, it's all about the they're on stage at the moment, Exactly. It's all about the adapting. If sound is bad, okay, cut the beat. Let's do a cappella. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Some rappers would freak out if that happened. You know, um, the, it's the wrong instrumental. MC will just find it. It's like, all right, cool, whatever. Let's do this, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, you make a plan. You make a plan, you know, there and then. And um, one, of the, you know, one of my favorite outcomes of working the variety of, of producers, um, I think it... Moisesh being one and uh, Christian Poloni being another. Mm-hmm. I was doing a voiceover for Christian Poloni at some to- uh, at some point. Elemoto was in the studio. I didn't even know who Elemoto was <laughs> at the time. So <laughs> I'm there chatting with this dude who's wearing this amazing, nice brown leather jacket. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're talking music from Nas to Michael Jackson. And I'm like, I yep. like this. That's how those converse were so, about to go down. Yeah, so now the, so now um Christian Poloni's like, okay, yeah, we're done. Um hey, uh, I've got this beat. Um it's a song we're working on. Uh do you wanna just uh, you know in his French accent, uh, uh, Harry, just uh, do a little uh, freestyle choir. Eh? <laughs> Harry might be just uh, <laughs> So I'm like, okay, cool. I-, I step in the booth 
at the time I was listening to Odd Thomas, so my, you know, if your flow kind of adapts to who you're listening to, uh, and then I'm doing this awkward flow over this beat and just freestyling. I'm just vibing with what he told me the song was about and just whatever comes to mind. Yeah. And this, and again, that that was years ago. Um, I'll, I'll pause that story there and I'll share another one that happened recently. I'm doing another voiceover for this other uh, guy, Moisesh, and during the break, he's playing this song. It's like this soulful R&B type track. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? who is this? I'm thinking it's some artist from the US and whatnot. And like, I'm person. And she's like, oh, her name's Alta. She's, uh, you know, from Into My Jaw Drops. I'm like, the vocal ability of this person and and, and how she's maneuvering in this song. I'm like, exactly. damn. Then I notice a gap in the instrumental. So I'm like, ah, let me go kick a freestyle there. Mm-hmm. So I did a couple of freestyles. Now, the way both of these stories ended was a phone doing like, ah, remember that freestyle? We want it on the track. And I'm like, nice. Let, let's know? do that. So, let's do that one. <laughs> cool. So, 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 so that's that one of my favorite, um, um, you know, growing stories that that I that I'm really proud of was just one of those things that just make me appreciate the, the various ways of recording um, the song I did with Placious I, yeah no, no, I had no, to go, write go. that I, I, oh I had to write that there I had to mm, sit so, oh it's okay and so now so from writing concept to being given an idea mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and putting your interpretation on it and to just feeling what someone else is doing and then just freestyling and then it, it ends up being good enough for a person to say, I'm, I'm putting it on my album, you know, that... But you see, that uh, speaks that speaks a lot to, for, for me at least, it speaks a lot to the fact that, you know, it's not just about going into the studio, getting in the booth and just recording. I mean, I have, I have, I have a setup here, I have my own studio, but recording is more than just the act of recording you know you're actually in there with yeah. somebody that's giving you feedback as you said so you get the different producers that just sit back and are like do whatever you, you're gonna do on it but those that actually guide you you know I, the first time mm-hmm. i did a voiceover was with christian Peloni. you know he was the first Howard, the okay. first that was the first time ever and i was in there and he, the way even he guided me then was like was like yeah no uh in that weird french accent of his again and he's like uh, uh, i want you to laugh before you you don't you you go into the thing and i'm like laugh this is like the voiceover doesn't call for no laughing and he's like no 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 laugh and then do the voiceover and it totally changed right. the way that i started right. approaching recording and everything right. because you know it's not just a, yeah. this but you only learn that if you have the producer that can teach you that you know what i mean that can teach and you that that comes as you just said like the whole way that first feature of yours on a track mm. game was it came by collaboration by not yeah. standing in your own way okay like okay first of all you know people are wondering yo harry so what projects have you done and that sort of thing well let me my excuse is listen i'm on my j electronica at least before he dropped an album, I focus on doing features and my yeah. interest is more in conversation and dialogue and, and that sort of thing. So every now and then I might do a track on my own and that sort of thing. But generally speaking, I focus more on collaborations. collaborations. Um, and again, because my ambition is not to be, okay, it's not in my ambition to be like, yeah, 
I'm a rapper for a living. This is what I do. It is what I do, and I, you know, it's. it's but it's not like your overall goal. It's not like that's yeah. what I'm aiming. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, 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 um, it's a channel that I use. Mm-hmm. You know, so if someone said, "Harry, you're never rapping again," I'm like, "Cool, that's fine. I, whatever it is I was gonna say in my raps, I'm still gonna say on a different platform anyway. Platform, you know, yeah. spoken word, uh, mm-hmm. public speaking, all these sorts of things. So anyway, um, great. I lost my point. <laughs> So anyway, so I was saying like in this particular um, instance, like when I, uh, you know, I've come to a point where I, I choose where I can say yes and no based mm-hmm. on, you know, so if someone says, yeah, let's do a, a collab and I don't really resonate with, with, with what it is they're doing or whatever, like, I mean, or if with the guy the says, person. hey, I've got this track, or with a person and that sort of thing. And I'm like, okay, it's, it, I'll, I'll approach it in either one of two ways. One, to either teach to say, okay, mm-hmm. this is where you're at. This is what you could do. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, gotcha, same good. beat, same same concept. You want to talk about, about lean and and, and 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 bitches or whatnot and that sort of thing. That's not my steez. So that's an easy no for me. But I can also take that opportunity to say, okay, cool. Let me share my perspective on these issues, issues or yeah. the, on this topic from my angle. Now you will see when I rap about lean. This is what I'm saying. When yeah. I rap about girls and money, this is the perspective what, I'm coming from. So it's not gotcha. always about this whole ignorant type thing. And and um, so I, I have turned down a couple of shows, or you know, because I'm like, you no, know, yeah, it's they just cool. don't. And, they don't align with your brand as 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 the youngsters will say nowadays <laughs> yeah and, and and the cool thing and, and here's the thing so some of those you know there were opportunities that would have come from that mm. you know and and but i don't see those as l's because i i can still see that i've kept my brand intact i've kept my integrity intact i'm not just this dude who's everywhere and Every, anywhere yeah. all the time um so that works for me. That's 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 who I am. That's how I work. Uh, but no, this great. thing with so this thing, but this thing with Fred, I, I when I look at the other side of the coin, you know, <laughs> it's things it, a bit it, still. It, it comes to that point where like it was at that moment that he knew, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and his life would never be the same. <laughs> that yeah. So yeah, if Freddie ever gets to hear this, man, like I, I'm practically a fan that he's never met never because i just met we have so many mutual friends but i'm just not yo just hit up the dm bro it's 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 quarantine time it's 2020 quarantine time you gotta you gotta just hit up the dm and be like i hit up 50 cents dm the other day and i was like yo i got a series idea for you bro you got money to make culture and he never hit me back but you know it could happen. <laughs> speaking speaking of sliding into people's DMs or just you know hollering at them on social media, I got to uh, you know I was I, I, you know again I'm always on that preaching type tip like you know like if we have a conversation please leave a little you know knowing something more than what you knew before type of thing. I, I, maybe people find it annoying. I don't know, but we were talking about creating an album. And I was saying, do you know what types of albums are really missing? Conceptual albums. And as I was trying to explain what a conceptual album is, in terms of like, you know, the beat and the song, and there's actually a storyline. So I gave an example of, of, of two rappers, Evangel and Master Ace. 
But Master Ace is on my top of the list because, I mean, how many albums is it in a row that are, t are literally telling one story about a character and it's just throughout and, and yet the albums are different, the songs are, you can listen yeah. to the song individually, the, yeah. but if you listen to the whole thing, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful story, man. Mm. And, and so I'm like, that is conceptual. And so, you know, I, I, after having such a conversation, my appreciation and love for Master Ace was just oh, overflowing that I just, so I just wrote a tweet, you know, and, and uh, you know, just at Master Ace, you know, in there, the dude hollered back, you know, um, told me, you know, talk to me about the fall season. And, and that was nice. nice. That was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Full on convo. That you see? And, that's, and that's the thing, like, people forget that artists are literally just human beings. So, like, if you approach beings. somebody from, from an angle of, you know, respect and just trying to, you know, just dab somebody up virtually, um, yeah. I, most artists will be like, I, right, you know, bless you. Let me hit you back. What's really good? I got yeah. time, <laughs> you know. I, yeah, I yeah. ain't got a show right now. Um, so like that—that that is generally how it is. And I, and I hope that people learn um, from this like experience and this conversation that we've had. That it's it's there's mm. a lot more that goes into you know just taking that first step. Just if if you take the first step, yeah. you're already winning most of the battle. But to just sit For there sure. and be like, man, I wish I could rap because I don't like the way these guys are rapping around, like you were saying, but not rapping, mm. like not putting your money where your mouth is, then what, what's the point of it, right? Yeah. And if I'm very honest, when I listen back to my content, yes, I was still nice with the words, but man, delivery is cringeworthy, you know? <laughs> but, and, and that also taught me something that, you know, you can't dismiss someone because you don't like them the first time. Give them time. They may yeah, evolve grow. and grow. I, I believe grow. I've evolved and grown. Yeah. Um, ah, something popped up. Ah. You know the whole thing of okay, not the not not shooting your shot. Not the, ah, oh yes, relate to your audience. I think that's a that's a big thing that a lot of upcoming people are missing out on. With social media, we get bombarded with a whole bunch of yo, peep this track, it's fire. Oh, this one's for the summer. Oh, this one's for the culture. You know, but when you have a conversation, like for example, like let's say me and you have this conversation now, and let's assume you haven't heard this song "Only Pain" that I was that I that I mentioned, you might want to check it out. See, like, okay, what was he talking about? It sounded interesting. That because we're interacting, we're engaging and connecting, it increases the chances of you checking out something. Gotcha. Now, this thing of listen to it is fine. Now, and I think a lot of people miss out on a lot of opportunities because they don't engage they don't they don't yeah, they, meet their audience at the they, point they're of, like i'm hot shit listen to my song yeah they don't they don't meet the audience at their point of interest they're just being like yeah no i know i'm the illest so you know come through listen no let's if we engage like i'll give an example another example um i saw uh, you know this rapper my verse no okay this, remember, this, is this, he this girl. no 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 it's, it's actually a, a lady Okay. She's from California, okay. um, and she is a mean battle rapper, freestyler, poet type of person. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's 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 yes, I, I I like her battle rap. She's okay. nice with those. You know, Sandra Bullock look like that spits fire. <laughs> I got you. And and okay. if I if I win, if I win this battle, 
can I get a 16? <laughs> <laughs> and you, you know what I mean? Like, 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 she said that would be nice. And there you go. You see what I'm saying? Like, people, people yeah. really think that, like, okay, look, not every artist is going to be like, yeah, fuck, man, cool, let's do it. Most won't. But yeah, there's most, no way you're going to yeah, know. Won't. It's like going to a store. You know, every time I go to a store, I have this thing that I do. I ask, can I get a discount when I'm at the top? Like, I, I'm probably mm. not going to get the discount, but what if she says, yes, you can? What if the person at the top says, yes, you can get a discount? Like, oh, for real? Like, you will never oh, know man, unless I... you ask. Harry, thanks again, man. This was this was blessed, my brother. Thank you so much. Bam, no, I must thank you. Thanks for thanks for thanks for hitting me up. I really appreciate uh, it. Uh, not for sure. There was, was no question. No. As I search for the white dove, I wonder if she searches for me. Or if my hopes of finding her are nothing more than an ill-conceived fantasy. You see, I constantly think about one, yet seem to dream about another making it almost impossible to visualize myself being with either, thereby 